Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining me on the Word Podcast. I tell you what, that 23rd chapter of Matthew is something, is it not? You know, the bulk of the chapter, that uh, that information is only provided by Matthew. You know, it's not in Mark and Luke. There's a lot of parallels in Mark and Luke. As a matter of fact, we're about to pick that up again in what we're about to see, that Matthew, Mark, and Luke will give an account of something. But not that. That whole, woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. And remember how it ended. It was so intense, so intense. Jesus calls those religious rulers vipers and serpents. It says you're doing the same thing your forefathers doing. You're going to you, they kill the prophets. You're going to kill the prophet too. It's basically what he's saying. And then he gets cries out, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How often I wanted to gather you to myself as a hen does for chicks, but you wouldn't let me. You killed and persecuted those that are sent. And then he ended it and said, I tell you what, though, man, you're not going to see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Matthew 24, verse one says this. Jesus came out from the temple and was going away. So Jesus says that, says that stuff in Matthew 23, that woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites, has that encounter, turns around, walks out of the temple, and he was going away, verse 1, when his disciples came up to point out the temple buildings to him. <coughs> the temple buildings. Now, the temple buildings were under construction. They'd been under construction 40 or 50 years. Okay? And it's an ongoing thing. So they come, and the disciples are pointing out the temple buildings. But let me go to Mark and to Luke. And it gives a little more insight even, a little more of a feel. Here's Mark chapter 13, which, by the way, what we're about to move into is often referred to as the Olivet Discourse. Okay, say that with me. Olivet Discourse. This course means somebody's talking. Olivet Jesus is going to wind up talking on the Mount of Olives. You're about to see it, uh, maybe in this episode, probably the next one. They'd a, they ask him a question, really ask him two questions with three parts. And if you've got a red letter edition of the Bible, you find out that Jesus answers in chapter 24 and ch chapter 25. It's all red letters. It all goes back to these questions right here. And it's quite profound. And I, I want you to see and understand some things right here and get the feel for what's happening. He was coming out from a really intense encounter. Matthew 24 gives an account of what happens next. Mark 13 does. Luke 21. So here's Mark 13, verse 1. As he was going out of the temple, one of Jesus' disciples said to him. So one of the disciples says this. says, Teacher, behold, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. <laughs> he may be saying well, why in the world are you, are you laughing and chuckling? Oh, it's because it's just like us, folks. It's just like us. He had just gone toe-to-toe, -toe, head to head with a religionist, had said all this stuff, had dealt with the things that had been going on for centuries of the killing of the prophets. The disciples didn't know what to do, and so they basically came out and just yelled, Squirrel! <laughs> you know, they did what we do. They tried to lighten the moment. They tried to distract the creator of the universe with something, with the wonderful stones and the wonderful works of man. 
Look what Luke 21 says, beginning in verse 5. And while some were talking about the temple, that it was adorned with beautiful stones and votive gifts, Jesus said. So Luke tells us that they were talking about how beautiful the stones were and how these gifts were out in front and all this wonderful, and these buildings are coming along. So, Master, aren't they pretty? Isn't that the most wonderful looking church you've ever seen? I got news for you. Jesus was having nothing to do with it. Are you surprised by that? Let's go to Matthew. Go back to Matthew. Chapter 24, verse 2. They come out, point the temple buildings to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Woo! Now, I was just really impacted with that question just then. Because I'm going to tell you, I have taught on this passage a lot uh, the last 20, 25 years. Matthew 24 and 25. A lot. It's one of these undercurrents in our ongoing Bible studies. But I've never really given quite the heed to that that that's hitting me with right now. Do you not see all these things? Do you not understand? Do you not see what is going on? And I think Jesus was saying it very forthrightly, tersely, tensely, whatever you want to say. Here's why. He continues. Truly I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon another which will not be torn down. What are they pointing out? <laughs> They're pointing out the pretty buildings, right? And he says, do you not see all these things? Don't you see what's going on? Did you not hear what I just said? Did you not just see that encounter I just had? Have you not seen what's been going on these last couple of days and all this stuff that's happening? Are you not listening to what I'm saying that I must go into Jerusalem and I'm going to be killed and on the third day I'm going to rise again? I'm in Jerusalem now. Do you not see these things? Let's go over and see what Mark says, 13, verse 2. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone would be left upon another which will not be torn down. So Mark's focusing upon the building element of the question. Jesus is coming back and is focusing in Matthew on the bigger things. Don't you see all these things? Let's see what Luke says. Luke says this, verse 6. As for these things which you're looking at, the days will come in which there will not be left one stone upon another which will not be torn down. So Jesus wasn't having anything with this distraction. He wasn't going to let his disciples say, Hey, Master, look at this great building right here. Look at the stonework on this. I tell you, that Herod's really built a good thing for us, hasn't he? He's really been working hard. No, and he says, You see these things? You see these stones right here? There's not going to be one of them that's going to be left on top of another. But do you not see all these things? Don't you see what is happening? Don't you see what's occurring here? Well, you can imagine. So they're coming out of the temple when this happens, right? Verse 3, let me just read a little bit of it. We'll pick this up next time. It says, as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives. Mark says, as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives. Luke says, they questioned him saying, and then they had another question. And you say, well, who's they? Matthew says there's some disciples uh, Mark tells us exactly who it was. It's Peter, James, and John. Okay? And we're going to see something here. I'm going to tell you what happened the next time. I'll tell you why I think it happened. They come out of that temple. 
and they walk. They go down the Kidron Valley, and they walk over to the Mount of Olives. It's a little bit of a journey. I'm not sure how far it is. Uh, let's say a mile, I want to say, something like that. So they walked over there. There was some kind of discussion going on, okay? There was something happening. And now this is pivotal. I'm going to read this, and I'm going to leave you hanging. Verse 3 of Matthew. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things happen, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? Jesus had just told him one of the things that will happen. The stones will be turned over. They're going to be torn down. But he must have been saying some other things. And he had been saying some things. But while they're walking, he says some other things. They sit down they ask him two questions. Tell us, what's going to be the sign of your coming? And what's going to be the sign of the end of the age? And when will these things happen? And then Jesus answers them. It's really amazing because from verse 4 through verse, uh, is it 15, I think? Let me scroll down here, uh, 14. From verse 4 through verse 14, right there, he gives a synopsis for the balance of history from the time that those questions were asked to us all said and done. Then verse 15, he picks up and deals with more details. This is going to knock your socks off, folks. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you the next time.